we're live. This is great. Yep. I'm excited. We're tweeting out right now, and the tweet has been posted. And now it's official that the After After Show is back in business. Perfect. So, here we go. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, I so... Uh, do you remember a, the intro? I do, barely, but I think I do. Okay, here we go. Ready? Welcome to the After After Show, where we, just a couple of friends, come Start. together. <laughs> I forgot about that. I, I was like expecting it. That's why I gave you guys a <laughs> good old traditional joke. Interrupting the intro. Love it. Okay, so everyone, welcome. Welcome to the After After Show where we... Are we starting? This is the After After Show. We're just making fun, you know? We're a couple of friends. We come together and talk about all types of movies, usually unique, independent, and well-made. My name is Tucker Campbell, and I'm joined by... Andrew Gonzalez. (laughs) (laughs) And we also not only talk about movies, but we kind of joke around. But thanks for joining us. This is episode Boyhood. Um, but yeah, we're we're happy to have you here, and I hope you guys are the zero viewers are enjoying our live podcast. Perfect, it's going really well. Um, <laughs> I wonder how our stats have been since we've been off air. I don't know. I haven't checked them, but I'm sure they're really high because we have a lot of fanatic fans. That's what I think. Probably a lot of re-listens. Just they just miss the sound of our voice. Fan favorites. They go back. They listen. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We didn't look at the emails yet. We have to. We should have. Uh, we should have done that before should this. Look at the emails. I can look at the emails right now. Okay, you look at. You guys just talk. Us, I'll, I'll just log in. An email. Okay, great. Well, so uh, today we're going to talk about Boyhood, um, which is this fantastic independent film that came out a few months ago. It's a uniquely cinematic film that was that was done over twelve years, directed and written by Richard Linklater and. Uh, it follows Mason Jr., this young boy who starts at who starts at six years old and grows and develops into being an eighteen-year-old going off to college. And we follow him and his sister and parents who are divorced and and who they become over this time. So we get kind of become attached to them. So other other than that, though, before we get started and actually talk about you know what we thought about the movie, a little bit of background and some questions and discussing those things. Let's talk a little bit about where we've been for five months. Um, I'll start. I'm in a new city, so this is the first time we've ever had a live or video podcast, sort of. It's the um, first time we've never not been in the same room. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. And and the reason is because uh, I'm I'm not in Austin anymore, and it's sad. I'm actually in Kansas City, um, working at an ad agency, and I'm I'm living the life. In the Midwest, if you can. <laughs> is if that's possible. In the beautiful Midwest. Is that, okay, but real quick though, fall is actually happening, and I I don't I haven't experienced a fall, and it's actually kind of nice. Like today it was high of sixty three. What? The falling, the falling all over me, and different colors, and I I don't what it, I thought leaves were only green. Or um, brown. Or or dead. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that's actually kind of cool. Anyways, that's where yes. I've been. We got no emails. Wait, what did you say? No emails. Oh, dang it. I, that's really surprising. I'm assuming that we got so many that like the server crashed mm. and just deleted everything on its that's, own. That's right. That's Google, right. Google just said, no, you guys, this can't be right. This is yeah. all spam. Check our spam folder. Check our spam folder. That might, that might okay. be where Google put it. Anyways, uh, um, eight, oh wait, what? Sixteen grams of email. Wow. Email. Grams, yeah. <laughs> it's so much that they have to stop making weight. <laughs> weight versus 
<laughs> it now is has like a physical weight. <laughs> wow, wow! So it's like a, basically translation to memory to actual male weight. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. I didn't know that happened. Ah, well, we'll maybe we can get to one of those later on in the episode. We can we'll see if that happens. Uh, we'll read a couple of them, get your feedback on. But anyways, let's move on. Uh, Andrew, what have you been up to for the past couple of uh, months? These past couple months have actually been kind of crazy for me. Um, <laughs> I was a teacher for a while. Um, that is no longer the case. We don't have to get into the details of why that's so. Um, but I, I'm just sort of, you know, I'm living the dream right now, just taking it day to day. Wow. Well, that's great. I'm glad you're you're back. You're in Austin now because you weren't before, which you know. No, I was in a, a multiple cities, but yeah, I'm well. Technically, I still live in San Antonio. I don't. I'm not actually living there. So you have an apartment <laughs> in San Antonio, which is where you were. Yes, and but I you're... don't. I don't occupy that space mm. currently. Is all your lovely furniture still there? It is. The apartment looks fabulous. <laughs> Do you sublet? Does someone else own, or like just sit in there, or is it just collecting dust? It's just collecting dust. I'm legally obligated to live there, and they don't allow subletting. I found that out today. You yesterday. can secretly do that, you know? Can I? Yeah. yeah. Craigslist. Yeah, duh. Someone gives you the check. The check goes from you to the building. Yep. Door's opening. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I got going on right now. Great. All right. Uh, Harrison, what about you? What's, what's been up for the past five months? Uh, not much. I've worked at uh, several breweries. Um, just recently got hired by a brewery and then laid off for lack of funds like a month and a half later. Oh. So, I too am unemployed right now. That's okay. That sucks, but... Yeah, no, things aren't going awesome down here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm glad I got out while I could or something, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Oh, look, okay, well... One thing that fun, we can huh? all rely I still, on. I still have like three cases of free beer in my fridge. I see. One thing we can all rely on is alcohol. So let's talk about what we're drinking tonight. Um, uh, Harrison, you want to start? I should. Uh, this is uh, Deschutes, uh, The Abyss, 2013. I'll show that. Ooh, nice. Bottle now. I bought this like almost a year ago. And it's been aging in my fridge. And it is delightful. It's a stout um, brewed with blackstrap molasses, licorice, uh, cherry bark, and vanilla. 6% Asian oak bourbon barrels, 11 It's a complex. There's a lot going on. It's gotten better as it, it's warmed up to close to room temperature. Nice. Really opening up now. And uh, Andrew, I'm going to go grab a bottle opener of my dresser. Tell them uh, what you're drinking. I got the traditional dolphin right here. I still I have my Odell uh, bottle bottle opener that we got not too long ago. It's on my keys right there. Yeah. Andrew, what are you drinking? I am drinking a... Um, what am I drinking? Oh, it's... It's lemonade and Deep Eddy Sweet Tea Vodka. Yeah, lemonade and Deep Eddy Sweet Tea Vodka. And how does that go down? It's good. It's really good. Good. It's really good. It tastes like a Tom Arnold. It's, it's so good. <laughs> Not Tom Arnold. Arnold Palmer. I call it a Tom Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Arnold is so much better. <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's awesome. And I am drinking a uh, Odell IPA. Which is one of the you know better beers you can get here in Kansas City. I'm slowly. I'm gonna open this up with my Odell yep. opener. Boom. Tucker, when you come back for Christmas or whatever, 
can you bring me a six-pack of Two-Hearted? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just remind me. I'll do that. Yum. Uh oh. Odell IPA is choice. One of the best IPAs I've ever had. It's delicious. It's actually like my go-to here. That and Bell's. I mean, they're both good, but Bell's is a little bit more expensive than Odell. So I typically just kind of bounce back and forth between those two. I'm trying to find some other good ones. Every once in a while, there's some uh, other breweries that are around. So, but yeah. Let's see. So, we're drinking. I've already had a couple, but this podcast. I've also had a couple already. We we love we love drinking and uh, you know loosens the gears and we just go full steam ahead. So, let's dive into the the movie, I guess, since uh, we we typically would listen to our our listeners and our read some emails, but. I kind of missed out on that because we've there's, been away. There's, there's too many. Yeah, we can't, can't see them. Oh, we have a viewer. Hello there. Um, so nice. I'm going to dive into the, uh, I the movie. I love it. See how long they last. <laughs> We're going to dive into the movie now and talk a little bit more about uh, Boyhood. So we already gave you a brief summary. Or Teen Wolf, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we want to give our overall thoughts about Boyhood and then also maybe Team Wolf if you want to throw that in there as well Just Team Wolf we, we'll talk, we, talk about we got a couple of followers <laughs> over Team Wolf fans uh, who would like to start talking about Boyhood Andrew it's you go oh, fuck. Um, I, I really liked it I had a more emotional response than I was expecting to have to it. I don't know. Did anybody else get that? Absolutely, yeah. We can talk about I was that. Ex- I was expecting a pretty emotional response, I think. And uh, I got it. It was good. It was very long. I thought that... Uh, I can't remember what part specifically, but I felt like it lost speed at some point. I really hated him. I mean, I was supposed to hate him, but I really hated him when he was going through like his teenage phase. I'm not sure you were supposed to hate him. Yeah, I, I didn't. I wouldn't say I hated him at any moment in time. I, I you understand that he's kind of that uh, hard to deal with teenager, but mm-hmm. that's that's normal for everyone, you know. Were you ever like that? Yeah, but I wouldn't say maybe in the same way. But I'm sure my parents, you know, were like, "Oh, why aren't you?" Like that, especially that moment where like they weren't asking, or he, this their father was asking questions, and then they weren't really asking deeply. It was just kind of like short, brief answers. I mean, that happens, and I same thing happens. So yeah, that's, that's just an example. My whole life is just short answers. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost every phone conversation I have with my mom, her asking me if something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. There are those moments, and then obviously some are, are worse than others. And I wouldn't say he was that bad, but he was just like offputting. He was a teenager. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah I was a dickhead in high school. I did the whole like, sort of rebellious for no real reason thing. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so Harrison, what about your your thoughts? Or Andrew, actually, give us. Do you want to give us a rating? Uh, at a at a ten, what would you rate this movie? At a ten, I think I would say. Hmm. 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 One more. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would give it like. An eight point nine. Okay. Three seven. Great, great. Thank you, mm-hmm. uh, Harrison. What about you? Uh, tell us a little bit about your overall thoughts and uh, give us a rating. I love this movie so much. It was immediately like walking out of the theater, like in my top ten probably favorite movies of all time. It just hit me pretty hard, like emotionally. And I, just, I love the concept of everything, and it just reminded me so much of like my childhood. I, 
at minimum, I'd give it a nine point five six two. It's great. Um, I totally agree. I love this movie. Like uh, from the very beginning, um, it, it was just great. I, I I've watched it three times now, and so it's, I. It's yeah. Every time it's still good. Like the second time, I remember like thinking the same thoughts I did the first time. Wait, but how many times have you seen it? Three. That's a commitment. This, this many? Like yeah, nine I know. Hours. That's seriously. Awesome. Yeah, it's well. I don't know. It's it's really good. Like I mean, the second time, obviously, I wasn't just focused on it. I was you know kind of just watching it and enjoying myself while watching it. But nonetheless. It's a really good movie. I, I really connected with it. I felt, you know, a little bit, maybe not so much just like Mason Jr., but like I, I remembered my childhood and maybe think back on my development and who I am, or you know, all that you know, mumbo jumbo kind of stuff. And I don't know, it just makes you feel good at the end for some reason. Like you grow up with these people almost. You've, I don't know, connected with them in a way. So I really like that, and it's it's just a really cool um, way of filming a movie as well. So. I'd give it a, I'd give it like a nine point, I don't know, six nine four, like e easy. Actually, I almost want to give it even more, but yeah, I'm tempted to just go ten. It, it's so uh, I don't want to give anything a ten, but it's almost it's I don't like either. But I love this movie so much. Yeah, it's so good. So yeah, it's it's great. Um, but let's we've all kind of commented a little bit about how we've connected with it. Somewhat, I mean, I guess Andrew not as much, which we can talk about that. But let's go into. I don't know why. I I honestly think some people are really going to enjoy this movie, is because you think back to your childhood and those little unordinary, sometimes very ordinary moments that just make everything and make you, you know, realize that you're growing and developing as a as a child and kind of figuring things out for your own self. Um. Yeah, let's talk to that. Talk to it, Andrew. Why, why didn't you, I guess, connect with it as much as I think Harrison and I did? Even no. though eight is a good score. It's a very good score. I mean, I liked it. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the the disconnect between like the level of enjoyment that you guys got from it and where I was with it is like it's small. I mean, it's significant, but it's small. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. I Did you not feel like your your childhood was the same like development path, or was it the same you know on the same track as Mason Jr. or maybe even his sister, Samantha? No. I mean, no, I don't. I didn't really identify with him. I mean, I identified with the surroundings in terms of like where the story takes place, but not really with like his specific path. I mean, that's probably worth mentioning now too. Is this movie was largely filmed in Austin? pretty much the time we were all growing up in Austin also. So, I mean, this is really like our childhood. I mean, we're what, four or five years older than Mason, and that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that And also there's there's almost this like subconscious like cue that ha happens, like the music that is, is going along through this movie also kind of yeah. different memories. And like, Yellow by Coldplay is like the perfect... Yeah. It has that sort of like nostalgic sound to it, but also it just like puts you right in two thousand two. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's so true. Every I mean, songs do that in general. Like you can listen back to a song that you loved, you know, two years ago, and you'll remember kind of what was happening in your life. And this movie did a really good job of bringing that into it. Not only was it visually capture like capturing, but sound wise and what they're talking about and the the scenes like when they went to go get the Harry Potter book. I don't, I don't know if Harrison, <laughs> you read the Harry Potter books, but I, like, I remember going to a, a late night, midnight release of a, a Harry Potter release uh, when I was... Like, the third one. Yeah, I, I think it was the third one too for me, actually. Like, the same thing happened to me, and then and then just little events that just remind you of, of your own childhood, and like, oh man, that, that was a big deal, but you don't always think about it, and I think this movie brings those those little tiny things up, and I loved it. Like, that's That really, what just jived really well for me. I feel like like maybe the reason Andrew didn't connect with it as much is just because I just because Mason gets sort of rebellious. 
towards everything, and Andrew never did that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, I got fairly rebellious in high school, and I drew anarchy symbols and all, all over everything. I did that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I did. I listened to a lot of punk and metal and loud music. Well, Andrew listens to folk and bossa nova. Listen to a lot of folk. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, I was okay. I'm. I'm. You wore polos in high school. I was wearing black flag t-shirts. And you're still wearing polos to this I'm day, Andrew. Right yeah. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't say I was like extremely rebellious. Like I was a little bit, but not not so much. But that's partially because that my parents, I guess, in a sense. But that's that's a different topic. And I think I wanted. I actually want to bring up the parents in this movie because the second time I watched it, I focused more on uh, everyone else besides Mason Jr. I was really trying to figure out what this the whole picture looked like. And honestly, I think. Uh, Linklater, the director, he was he really wanted to portray the growth of parenthood as well. Not not only Mason Jr. and a, this child developing, but how parents kind of figure out what they're doing. Because there's a couple of scenes in this where they they really you can tell they don't really know exactly what they they're doing and what they're you know what's happening and and they have to figure it out for themselves just like you do when you're a kid and. Uh, and so let's talk about like parenthood and, and maybe growing. Obviously, none of us are parents, but we can talk to our parents and maybe Absolutely how they not. grew and developed. <laughs> but like, yeah, do you, can you think back to your parents and how they developed maybe and, and maybe how different it was when you were five years old from, I don't know, now, 20, 25? Uh, that's what's interesting about this movie for me is like I can't really you know, think about how my parents developed because I've seen them you know, every day. Yeah. In that whole time period, and there's a more clear development when you jump a year forward. Oh yeah. I mean, so I'm sure they have, but. I I guess to me, there. like my mother, she was a single mother for the first like three years of my life, and so I can tell though from the very beginning when I was younger that she was just trying to figure things out, and she really didn't and know, and and now she knows how to kind of let go and and really. I don't know, to be a different, a little bit different person. And the same thing with my father. He was kind of controlling when I was younger, but not as much when you're older. Like, it, there's just something that changes because you kind of figure some stuff out. And I don't know. I like that. I think the cool thing is when you start being a parent, Andrew, you, you might not ever be a parent. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the idea, though, is that you're still developing constantly. I think that's the, the overall thought. It doesn't need to be a parent. Maybe it's in your career. Maybe it's in something else. But you don't really know what you're doing sometimes, and you kind of have to fail at it to figure it out. And I think that movie plays to that really well. Drop the mic. <laughs> A little too early, Harrison. Um, yeah. So, did you, Andrew? You've seen this movie twice now. Did you pick anything up the second time, other than like you know that was different from your experience the first time? Can you speak to that? I think the um, one thing that I did pick up on the second time when I watched it that actually got worse for me was I felt like the the his daughter what's his name the, Samantha her name Samantha yeah is that her real life name or her oh, character no, her real name is Lorelai Lorelai Linklater yeah okay I thought her acting was better when she was younger yeah I mean she she has said in interviews that like. When she was like eight years old or nine, maybe when the movie started, she was really into acting at that point. Yeah. Like asked her dad to be in it, mm-hmm. and uh, at some point in the middle, she wasn't interested in doing it anymore, and asked her dad, Richard Linklater, uh, if her character could be like killed off or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. I heard that in the conversation. He said, like, no, this isn't that movie. You have to stick through it now. So yeah. it's, it's true. In the middle, she didn't. She wasn't as interested as she was when she was little. But yeah, I think that was weak as when they were like teenagers. But then, you know, at the towards the end of the movie, when she's in college, she's a couple years older. She must have been, I don't know, twenty towards the end of yeah. the movie. I mean, yeah. it was fine. When they visit Austin, I thought her acting was fine again there. No, I totally agree. Yeah. 
But it was more important to um, at the very end because another point of this movie is like the the sibling relationship and the very end. What I think, from what I understand from reading and and watching some commentaries, Richard was trying, Linklater was trying to actually like showcase the growth of siblings as well. Like it's not like you know you're fighting throughout this, mm, yeah. you know, all this time you're you're fighting and you feel like even there's that one scene where Samantha. Um, says that, oh, I, I don't really love my brother. Like, you know, it's I, we just fight all the time. And that's the same thing as when you're a kid. You, you think the same thing. You're like, they're annoying. I don't care for my sibling. But then once you're older, you mature and you kind of realize, like, they're the person that grew up with you, that knows so much more about you and your parents and all the terrible things maybe you thought about your parents when you are growing up because they weren't going through this alcoholic or marrying alcoholic fathers or whatever it may be. So, I mean, there's, like, this really deep connection with your sibling which you kind of get at the very end with some, between Samantha and Mason Jr. Um, and I, I think that's kind of a cool uh, thing too but you're right, Samantha or uh, Lorelei or whatever, Lorelei what is Lorelei. 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 Yeah, she, um, she there was that point in the middle kind of where she was like out of it not really into the, to acting anymore so I don't know what about your thoughts on like maybe the sibling relationship for boyhood? I mean, me and my sister have never really been close like at any point. Yeah, so I can't really. It's just the whole like getting closer as we got older that never never really happened. If anything, I'd say we're probably more distant now than ever before. I'm sure there's still things you can connect on if, like, it needed to happen. I mean, not not to say that it obviously doesn't happen every day. I same. I'm the same way. Like, I don't necessarily speak to my siblings every single day. I'm not like super close. And neither were Mason and Samantha in this story. But I'd say it's easier for me to talk to my siblings now than it was ten years ago when we were probably fighting constantly. You know, we we had to put up the barrier in the middle of the car because we were going to hit each other if if that didn't happen. And so now I think there's a little bit more of a connection and we can talk about, oh, remember back when when we used to wrestle or just punch each other because, I don't know, we wanted to hurt the other one another or whatever. There's, a, there's I don't know, it's just, it reminds me of childhood a little bit again. So, yeah. What about you, Andrew? What? What about your siblings? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? What are you talking about? What? Um, I I've always been close with my younger brother. Yeah. Less so with my older siblings, just because I think there was such a big age gap. Like they grew up in the eighties, um, with like practically a different set of parents. Mm. But yeah, Adrian there are only two years between Adrian and I, so we grew up in pretty much the same conditions. Uh we have a lot in common. Um, I've always been really close with them. I don't think we ever went through a period where we weren't close. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about we didn't we didn't mention earlier uh, maybe a favorite scene through the movie or maybe something that we I don't know felt was done really well. Um, Harrison, do you have a favorite scene or Andrew? I think I'm going to go to that one that we were talking with Javier about yesterday, where Javier is just a friend of ours. No one knows. He's a gay man. That's um, true. Andrew's 2014, that doesn't need to be mentioned. I mean, I just wanted to get it out there, just so that everyone knows that we don't... Just in case, you, you also want to look see Javier. We do have gay friends, so like, don't throw that label on us. It's not a big deal. We're well, I, thought, I thought, Andrew, you were trying to help Javier get a, you know, hook up, oh. or maybe a... He's done it several times. <laughs> oh, yeah. With Tucker, with your old roommate. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, I, do, I don't know yeah. if that was with Javier. I think that might have been with your brother. No, no, no. It was definitely with Javier. It was at your graduation party. No, I think that was with. No. I think that was with Lawrence. No, <laughs> I don't remember that. It might have happened at my graduation party because I don't think anyone remembers anything from that party almost. No, I was so drunk at your graduation party. That was a mess. That day was a mess. It was a lot of fun though. Uh, I had a great time. Memories. That's part of our childhood. Anyways, um. I don't know if this child. We were all in our twenties at that point. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll continue, Andrew. What was your? What was the scene you're going to bring up? Oh, where Patricia Arquette is sitting in the kitchen, mm-hmm. 
And she's like, what does she say again? I thought there'd be more. I thought there'd be more. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mason That's... doesn't want to take the first picture he took with him. Yeah. I think, like, in that moment, like, you really get, like, a sense of, like, despair from Patricia Arquette. Like, she's one person that was, like, I thought, at least for my money, it was, like, consistently, like, quality throughout the whole movie. Ethan Hawke, too. Yeah, I also like that scene, or that whole little sequence when they're at... Ethan Hawke's in-laws house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was this in-laws or his parents? It's his his new wife's parents. Oh, yeah, parents. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's her parents. Yep. And he gets a, a suit, a Bible, and a gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great presents. I really like that little... 15th birthday, that's what the... That little scene. Birthday. Yeah. No, I uh, let's go back to the first one. You the first scene you talked about. I really, um, that's a great scene to bring up because it's it's like it really does show you to think about like how your life is set up. Because I mean, it makes me think she obviously jumps just like Mason brings up. She like jumps from being I don't know how old she is, maybe late forties or something or mid forties, and she's like, "What's next for me?" Death. You know, like there's she yeah. jumps this huge gap, and it's partially and Mason, Mason says, "Aren't you jumping ahead about forty years there, mom?" Yeah, exactly, and it's true. But at the same time, it's like you have to, like, it makes you think about what's happening. Like, what are you shooting for? What what's what you, is this like, all about? Yeah, ex- like, and that's the question that Mason brings up, uh, like, almost a scene or two before with his father. He's like, "Hey." What it what is everything like he that was that was his question it was like what so what are we doing, and he's like how am I like Mason Senior answers, how am I supposed to know no one knows everyone's just winging it and and that's the answer to the question of like what is everything it's just you're trying to figure it out for yourself be your own person you're responsible for who you are and and no one else and I think it you have to question it though sometimes it's like well, what is this for and what am I doing and and so she broke down at that moment because she was trying to figure out like what's the next point because she didn't she didn't necessarily know and so it's it was it was emotional I totally agree that it uh, that was a great scene um, and yeah I wouldn't even know how to respond to that either so but oh. uh, mentioning that I think my f- one of my favorite scenes. I mean, I I love the. There was supposed to be more scene that was, maybe the most emotionally impacting scene of the film. But I I really like that scene towards the end where it was Mason and his dad, at uh, at Antone's. Yeah. Uh, that concert. If you're not from Austin, you would know that's Antone's. But. Mm-hmm. They're at that show. Uh, I felt like it was. Like the real like wrapping up of the movie, like like all the fatherly advice really just like culminated in that scene. Mm-hmm. I think that was a scene that. also that I realized the second time watching in this movie that this movie is so much about growth as just a person and not just a child. You know, because he even mentions he's like ten, twelve yeah, years really- ago. I was- I wasn't the father that your mom wanted me to be, mm. but if she just waited a little bit longer, now I am. Because he grew up too. He, he developed and he figured out what he wanted and all that stuff. So I got that more from the scene when uh, he showed up to pick Mason up and he was in a minivan instead of the GTA. Oh, oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah, he just had his... his no, he had a baby and a wife. Yeah, baby and all that stuff. That's very true. I... I you definitely see it throughout the movie. And I know when you know, I watched it uh, the, the final last time, you know, I was watching this entire thing and, and thinking the same thing, like just trying to watch the parenthood progress. But to the quote that I just mentioned, you know, he he grows up so much in that last one that he tells Mason Jr., you know, how much he's grown up. He said, I obviously am, I wasn't the person your mom wanted me to be before, but now I am and and here I am. Like, I'm, we're all winging it. And I think that is one of my favorite lines from the movie is, is and it's because it's so true but it's it's the answer of what's the point of everything and he just says I don't know we're all just winging it like that's there's no answer to that because you, you have to figure it out yourself like you can't ask someone else you can't ask your father even you can't even ask your you know parent who who raises you for 18 years of your life 
to to answer it for you because you have to kind of develop and figure it out yourself. Yeah, and I think that that sort of fits in with like, I guess like, like the movie doesn't really have like there's no story here. You know what I mean? Like there's no plot. Like we're just seeing like a snapshot of yeah. his life, and that's it. But like there's not like a central conflict that he's trying to solve. Like this is just like his life and he's just like lives it for the 12 years that we see it. And so I think that that sort of like fits in with the style of the movie overall is that there's no, there's not so much like a point. Like we're just seeing a chunk of this kid's life and that's it. Yeah. We get to know the characters really well, but it's not a movie that's necessarily like driven by plot. Yeah, it's the str- so every story is typically based off of like a struggle, you know. Like and, there's a central problem that the character is trying to right. solve. Yeah. And this one, the struggle is it's just, just life. life. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just that, which is great because everyone can kind of connect with that in some sort of way, and I, it just it's so I don't know. Obviously, other people connect with it more, but yeah, it. It makes you think about your own struggles in your life, and I think that's it's almost more important because other movies try to connect with you on maybe one struggle that's unique to a group of people, whereas this movie is kind of a broader look where it's just like, hey, everyone has struggles, everyone goes through growth and failure and all this stuff, and that so it communicates with so much, so much more, and I, yeah, that's that's really cool, and I it's an important point to bring up, so. It's a really good movie. <laughs> it is. It is so good. So let's. Um, other than that, I wanted to bring up, and we we kind of talked about it before, how we we connected this movie in a sense because we all grew up in Texas, but even more importantly, we grew up in Austin. And this is kind of outside of the movie itself, but mm-hmm. I just want to bring up that a couple a couple of movies I've watched this year, and this one was one of them, especially is that when they bring up Austin and they show and highlight Austin scene, it just makes you love the city of Austin and and feel so lucky to actually have grown up there. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun watching this that This was too. different in that uh, a lot of it was filmed in Austin and we could tell it was filmed in Austin because, you know, we've all lived there for so long. Yeah. Uh, but they don't, like, say, like, look at how great Austin <laughs> is until... That scene when they're like walking down the drag and going to Magnolia and yeah, standing you know, on the roof of a courthouse, which was weird. I mean, yeah, there it was. There was some good scenes in there, and you, you, that's very true. He they, said he hadn't been to Austin. Since he was like a little. Even almost, though that first scene was filmed in Austin, and, and you can kind of tell. So it's yeah. yeah. And then they said they were moving to Houston, and I mean, clearly a lot of Houston was in Austin. Yeah. And then Some of it was in Houston. We saw all the so, bail bonds. That's true. Houston, for those that have never been to Houston, uh, is mostly filled with bail bonds places. Is downtown Houston. Uh-huh. Like 90% bail bonds places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there was a lot of Austin. Like Probably some that I didn't recognize. Definitely the liquor store that they stop at a couple times. Mm. The, the first drunk, abusive... Stepdad, I know exactly where that is. It's ten minutes from here. That was definitely Austin. Yeah, I don't know, but but I'm also talking about just like those scenes where it's like this is definitely Austin. They like even they were visiting the, the you know yeah visiting UT. Yeah, but it, like it just makes you. I mean, maybe it's because I'm in Kansas City right now, and so I'm not there. But I've watched a couple movies recently that have highlighted Austin for at least you know a couple like ten fifteen minutes. And it's just like, geez, I was so lucky to live in this great city, especially living around a bunch of people who were like, oh, I'm from a small town in the middle of nowhere. I lived on a farm. And you're like, okay, that's cool, whatever. <laughs> but sorry. I, like, I have to, I'm just like, I'm from Austin. And they're like, that's awesome. I like, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, I am glad I grew up in Austin. Yeah. So, I mean. It's a great city. It's, it's just kind of cool. And once again, this movie just brought me back to childhood and just made me think about my growth and development as this young, immature child or whatever. And you are immature. Still immature. I'm still growing. Still a child. <laughs> so it's it's really cool though. Um, so let's let's move to 
a little bit of the end of this movie and talk about some some of the growth. I think for me, another point that I loved about this movie is that the first hour and a half to two hours of this movie, you're developing, like you're really seeing and getting to know these characters. And then the last 45 minutes, you you know who they are, you know what where they've come from, and you're connecting yeah. with them so much so that you're just like, I honestly think the last 40 minutes for me is a, is really good because like everything affects me because you're like, this is my friend now almost like this. I know this person. So, um, the reason yeah, I bring it's it a very character driven movie. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's entirely character driven. <laughs> There's almost no plot. It's just yeah. character. Well, so the reason I bring this up is because, uh, part of the reason why this movie was ever, uh, created was, and I've watched a couple of commentaries, but Richard Linklater, where he was talking about how he wanted to showcase just, child development, you know, but he couldn't do it in the traditional format where you show a young child and then you have to hire, get a different actor to show an older child, you know, so you have to showcase every little tiny unique detail that happens throughout your childhood, and and so sometimes it's not even a really big moment in life, you know, he doesn't, he might not show you the actual graduation of walking across the stage and getting a diploma, but he'll show you those weird, unique things that happen right afterwards, like talking with your father about the meaning of life at a concert that, you know, or just... It's it's true, though, like, I, from when the night I graduated high school, I don't really remember the graduation, I remember the graduation party I went to that night. Yeah. Like, that's which, what I remember. Which is awesome that he portrays that, and then it, but it makes you think about those moments, too. It makes you think about what are those little things that really defined who I am or who I actually was thinking about where I was growing up and trying to figure out who I was. And it, it is those moments where you're sharing with your parents or your friends or, you know, just weird times where you don't know what's happening. You're, you know drinking in a, a, a not-even-finished house with people you don't know and you're just, you know, messing around or whatever. So <laughs> so it's just like, it's really cool that that moment, or this movie showcases that, whereas a lot of other movies don't. They showcase those really big, those big times, like prom night, where you're, you're thinking part of prom, like dancing, your first dance at prom is going to be so important, whereas really it's like the little tiny things, like the next day is more important where you're just like, recalling everything from maybe prom night or, or something like that. Not that this that movie highlights that feature, but yeah. there's there's things like that, you know, in this movie that I, I think is really cool to to showcase. Um, and the discussions he has with like his boss over at when he's his first job was just like the yeah. random little discussion about that. And there's so many weird little things that add up and I think that's the overall arc is just everything adds up to this big characteristic of who you've become um, which is so cool to see in uh, in a movie where it's like in other movies it's just like one struggle you fail you learn and then here's the lesson everyone needs to figure out and that that's that's the point of a lot of other movies and this one does it way better yeah I'm just ranting now you guys aren't even talking so speak yeah, up that's great I, I agree <laughs> um yeah, so where I was going with this is I wanted to get to the end of this, and the quote that I was I kind of wrote down as well was, and it's a little outside of this, the plot itself. Obviously, there's not very much plot, but there was a quote that says, there was talking to Mason uh, Jr., it was I, some his mother's friend or whatever, it doesn't matter, but the quote was, you find your people in college, is what mm. I want to bring up. And first of all, I really think it's you obviously have already developed a lot before 18 years old, and I think you kind of know who you are, you know, mm-hmm. before that. But developing before 18. Yeah, so there's there's a lot that happens, but I, I think the other thing that you you figure out is that it's not just college that you find your people in, but you're constantly growing, and I think that plays into the part of the, the parents. They they were growing as well. I honestly, I'm gonna say I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but in college for me, I. I didn't necessarily find my people, but I mean, I, I found maybe a little bit more about myself, and I, I can't agree with the, that cliche. It's really a cliche. I, it's, yeah. It's it's weird. And uh, the reason I'm bringing it up is because I think it's, I want to keep on emphasizing the fact that everyone is constantly growing, and mm. you're not going to stop. And I don't think it's a reasonable enough statement to say, oh, you 
finally figure out who you are when you go to college because uh -huh. you're away from your parents or whatever. So let's speak to that. I mean, what do you guys think? Obviously, you have different perspectives, per se. No, I think that's true. I hated most of the people that I met in college. Uh, yeah, most of them. Um, I mean, there were some good ones, but I felt like, I don't know. I feel like I meet people all the time that I don't like. Where am I going with this? You just don't like people in general. I mean, yeah, overall, I We've hate. Talked about this before. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I get that. I, yeah, like, I mean, I didn't go to as much college as you guys. I bailed on it pretty quickly because fuck that noise. But I mean, like the people that I did meet, like, you know, the year that I actually like lived on campus and everything. Like, I don't talk to them anymore. Like the people that I have met since I've been like college age are more like just people that became like friends through like my high school friends. And it's mostly just like high school friends that I hung out with. Since then. Yeah. I mean there's you know, like work friends and things like that that I hang out with and yeah, like the core of the people that I hang out with most of the time is like you know, like you guys plus a few others that I've known yeah. since high school. Yeah, it's so true though. Like I, I can, I have a couple of friends from college that'll probably be my friends for a long time. But it wasn't that I found them and that we like connected in some weird way that we're just like we're meant for each other to be friends forever. Like it wasn't yeah. anything like that. It was. It was. I don't think I've ever said that to anybody. I, I don't think I've ever said that to anyone either. <laughs> so it's just funny though because. Who's weirdly like six years younger than me. Whatever. <laughs> He's the best. He's a Doesn't kid. matter. But it's the same thing though. Like I uh yeah, I'm I'm still friends with just unique people that it's not like a, a specific event in my life that I'm just like, these are finally the people I'm I'm gonna be with for the rest of eternity. It's it's more like you figure out who you are, and and you find people that you enjoy spending time with, and it's nothing nothing to call it, like really figure out in one moment of life. Like you're never gonna find everything out in one moment of life. Is I think the big yeah big the point. people that I really feel like I'll be friends with forever, pretty much, are all people I knew in high school. Yeah, like you guys and you know Daniel and Javier. Like I'll talk to you guys forever, probably. Yeah. Until we die. <laughs> Until the end. Uh, yeah. So let's. Um, the other, or do you have any other thing, other points about that? Anyone? I have to piss. <laughs> okay. You go take a break. Andrew and I will just talk amongst ourselves. I was gonna, I'm just going to step out in the backyard. Okay. Sounds good. Right. So, uh, first point, while we're just taking a break, uh, Andrew and Harrison are at. Harrison's lovely parents' place, and uh, mm -hmm. I'm out there because it's a great time. We've shared a lot of memories and moments together, podcasting, enjoying ourselves at that pool table, which is awesome. It's a and, beautiful pool uh, table. It's a great place, and and I, uh, it's sad. I'm sitting on a floor podcasting. If you can't tell, uh, like a poor person, <laughs> practically a poor person. I'm surprised it's not like covered in hay on the ground or something. But practically, I'm glad. Well, it's wood, okay? Knock, knock, you have knock. wood? It's, it's wood flooring, so, hey, it's high-quality stuff here in Kansas City. Mm. KC Mo, as they call it. Mm. Um, what? KC Mo. Cool, Who calls I'm, it that? I'm on the Missouri side, not the Kansas side, you know? So people call it KC Mo versus Kansas, Kansas, whatever. Anyways. I guess. Yeah, whatever. All right, Andrew, you're just... You're, you, you're not from the Midwest, neither am I, but hopefully they're not trans, uh, you know, turning me into one of them because I don't want to be. <laughs> hey, if that one viewer, though, if, if you're from the Midwest, sorry, it's true. Do we still have the one viewer? We do still have one viewer. I'm really happy that you stick around, and it's pretty awesome. Perfect. Uh, I love it. I was hoping to get, like, one more so you guys can, like, have a discussion about what we're talking about. That would be Ooh. awesome. So really can, oh, so the two viewers can have a discussion. Yeah, they can be, like, commenting. Like, these people are deep. No, just, like, whatever they want to say. They can be anything. They can troll us all for all I care. That would be great. I love trolls for our show, at least. That would be, be fun. 
Not real life trolls, though. Those are my cousins, Andrew. Oh, I'm sorry. That was yeah. inappropriate. It was a little in- inappropriate. Luckily enough, they're they're only step cousins, so it's not blood. Whatever. Anyways, Harrison's um, back. Oh, nice. Perfect timing, almost. Uh, we. I don't know how long we've been podcasting for. Probably about forty-five minutes. I think is about right. There's not like a time on this thing. We're just kind of hanging out live. But we can go all night if we wanted to. All night long? All night long. All night. Long. So, yeah. Uh, Tucker said one time he jacked off all night long. Yeah. That's what he said. That was the end of the story. It was the, it was everything. It was, it was the build-up and the climax and the release and everything. <laughs> Harrison, are you ready to talk about Boyhood again? He's behind me. Can you see it? Mm. You see it? Is it, making, is it? Yeah, I can see it. Is he making a drink? He is. <laughs> nice. So uh, some other things we'll be talking about, I guess, is we can talk a little bit more about... Um, the boot. Yeah, the closer I get to the north, the more Canadian-like Canadian? I am. Yeah. Ooh, it's scary. I don't want to be like that. Canadian? Yeah, Canadian. You could grow a beard. Oh, I already. He's got a short beard. Does that I can't count? see it. Yeah, it's not really a beard. I would probably oh. say nah. You see mine? No, I can't see yours. It looks a little like just. I don't know. People, this is what the after after show is about. <laughs> Drinking. This is the liquor or? part of the drink. Oh yes. <laughs> Are you gonna? Oh, you're gonna pour something in there. Okay, I thought you were just drinking the liquor. Is there any ice in that, or is that just liquor and Sprite? Just liquor and Sprite. For room temperature, liquor and Sprite. I like it. Well, Sprite was cold. Ah, it's not going to be cold very long. Um, let's see. Oh, you already <laughs> talked about that one, Andrew. But let's get back to the movie. So we were talking about... Basically, like college and, and throughout this movie and the development of where Mason uh, Jr. kind of gets to. So let's let's jump to the very end. We've already discussed a little bit about his mother breaking down and talking about. I thought there would be more, but let's go one scene further and him reaching college. Um, and in the last, and just talk about the end and how we felt about maybe the how they ended, how Richard ended the movie. Richard, we're on first name basis, by the way, so. We're good. We're good buds. And uh, I call him the Link. Uh, that's that's a cool nickname. I like that too. The Link. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the end and the quote that he kind of says, or they discuss. It's not really him. It's his new connection that he just the girl that he just met. The seize the moment. Yeah, the, yeah. The moment seizes us versus the see, the moment mm. or, like seize the moment kind of thing. So let's talk about that end and. Also, I just want to bring up the fact how like I really wish I was just walking around the Big Bend and, and hanging out there. Were amazing. <laughs> may or may not be on the you know psychedelic substances. Oh right, right, right. Well, that's fine though. That's, that's the big part standard. of it. That's standard. Yeah, that that might be helping the the quote come to life, but that's okay. Whatever. But the quote is, you know, no. I don't, I don't think it's the moment seizing us. It's, or I don't think we should seize the moment. It's more about how the moment is constantly seizing us. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about the ending and and that that quote? I love it. Yeah. You like it? I like the quote. Yeah. No, I I agree. But the, re- the re- I guess the reason why I brought it up because I thought there would be a little bit more controversy is my roommate. Who I was, uh, my roommates actually, who I went to the movie with, they didn't really like the end. They thought it was kind of a cliche, even though it was kind of a cliche. They're sort of are. They really are. Whoa. Good thing they aren't here to hear me because they would probably bust down that door. Bad. No, but it's like, it's like an, it's. Sure, it's a little bit of like a. It's not not a cliche because it's not really, it's not constantly being said. But here's what I thought. Like, it is kind of a cliche, 
True. When you're like barely a freshman in college, you're 18 years old. That's the kind of thought you would have that you think is like groundbreaking. And it's not really. It's just bullshit. Reverse the mother cliche. Eighteen year old head, you're like, oh, yeah, this is fucking crazy. Like I just figured Yeah, that's so true. It is cliche, but they're eighteen years old. You have those thoughts. Yeah. Uh, I totally agree. No, it's it's a good ending though. I think it was it makes sense though because it's it's exactly what the movie is kind of summarizing in a sense too. It's just like it's not necessarily about trying to go after the one little moment per se, but it's more about just like thinking about all of them adding up to to take into full effect and to like really understand everything. And that I, I think I that, like it. Yeah, I think like hmm. Like that I, that makes sense though, right? I mean does or am I just bullshitting here and I No no no, I think that's I like that. I think that like not uh, not getting caught up in trying to like I guess capture things mm-hmm. but like allowing yourself to really like experience it oh, man you speak the truth Andrew I love it you know what I mean like I feel like right like we spend so much time like trying to capture like moments in our lives yeah because, okay so we get so caught up with like the chase of like trying to capture them that we forget to like just like let it happen to you and like feel it. Yeah, I have okay. I have two points. So, example is, I hate that. Sometimes I feel like I need to do something because just to just to like say I've done something, but instead it's more like just go out and do it and enjoy it without having to like talk about it or do it because someone else needs you to do it or, or whatever it may be like. It's so important, though, just to kind of think back on all those moments that make that happen and whatnot. Like, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was just like, screw this. No one else is going to tell me to do go to this crazy party or whatever. I'm just going to go out and, and figure out something for myself. And, that, like, there's, there's that moment that I decided was going to seize me versus kind of me trying to go out and enjoy someone else's moment and seizing it. I don't know. There's, there's definitely points to speak to that. Yeah. Andrew's left without <laughs> saying anything. <laughs> he didn't hear any of that. As a gay Andrew, he, he's on the same wavelength. He understands. He knows what I'm talking about. Don't use all that liquor. I still need that. That's fine. <laughs> so we're getting to the end of the sh- end of the show where we're uh, you know just enjoying I think we've had this is a really good podcast I've enjoyed the conversation we've had I think on everything we've said is is, the, is straight to point so I'm trying to think of something else that I wanted to say about it dogs are barking they're yelling at me where are your uh, roommates actually they're probably just pulling up right now but uh, they were at some bar hanging out whatever so but yeah, we've 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 uh, done a really good job. We've got a, had a ton of like points that I wanted to bring up, and I brought up most of them. And I, I think it's pretty awesome. We've covered the movie mostly throughout. I'd say maybe something that we could talk about is just film style. But once again, like the train. Okay. Oh, I do want to bring up because my roommate, who is just a dumb dumb, it's you know, Ooh. Chad. <laughs> she gonna say. Then how like, can we bring him in? That'd be pretty funny. But yeah, so at one point he was like, he told me right afterward, he's like, I sometimes like didn't even recognize the changes in age and the transitions. And I was like, I thought that was really smooth. I thought like everything was done really well to where you're like, yeah, he's definitely changed. He's a year older now or two years older or whatever it may be. And I thought it was pretty I, obvious from this, how he wrote it. Rewatching it this week, there were times where it's hard to tell, but not. I mean, sometimes it's obvious when he's older, but like the beginning of a movie when he moves from you know seven to eight years old, there's nothing really there. Mm-hmm. It's just like a sort of a different scene, and you have to assume he's a year older at that point. 
Yeah, well, one thing I do like, too, is that it's, it's like, the very beginning, they can explain more about, like, what's happening. You know, obviously, you experience breakups from her being married to that, that first terrible guy who, like, you know, throws the glass at Mason Jr. and all the other stuff. Like, so you see the clear breakup, but then, like, later relationships, they just are cut, and then it's the next scene where he's not in the picture anymore. Yeah, like, like the final... Sort of Kind of an asshole, yeah. Drunk, yeah. The front door, and then he's just not there anymore at the next scene. Yeah, and you can see it coming, but you don't see it happen. Yeah, yeah. So that's I think the the reason I'm bringing it up is just because I honestly I think the transitions were done really well. So not only is the story really good and all this other stuff, and and the characters and the actors and whatever, the transition and the filming. Direction is really well done, and uh, like I think it's smooth and it it's not abrasive or it's nothing that's distracting and ruining anything because of it. So it's fan it's good stuff. Um, is there anything else we want to bring up? I think we've done a really good job. I think we've covered everything that I wanted to cover at least. Yeah. This is fantastic. Uh, probably, <laughs> obviously, the first time we've podcasted in five months, but I honestly really felt really good about this podcast. <laughs> so, good job, everyone. Even from the weird, like, different city videoing and everything. But I'm excited. I think we can even post this up and keep it uh, going, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But thanks to our one viewer and our many viewers in the future who are going to do be we watching. Still have that one viewer? Yeah, we do. He, the, them, she or he. That's Zier, amazing. Stick around. I'm glad you're still here, and who knows? You, know, you might just have the tab open, just hanging out in the background. But it's fine. We <laughs> I'd say it is like a reward for sticking around. That's just I like, think so too. Email us, and like you can be a guest on the show if you want. Identify <laughs> yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'd like to talk uh, to you. Email us at the after after show uh, at gmail.com, right? Or Twitter. Or, uh, no, it's yeah. just after after, after show, show at podcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, after after show podcast at gmail.com. Twitter email is after after show. Yeah, direct message us on Twitter after after show. Mm -hmm. um, let us know. And honestly, we, we could probably get you a lot on live. And if you tell us a movie or two that you really enjoy, we'll figure it out. No porn. Uh, Probably Maybe. or porn if you Maybe really want. <laughs> if Probably it's porn. really cinematically done, well, <laughs> it's fine. Just porn's fine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's been really fun. I'm I'm excited. I'd rather not gay porn. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that or anything. No, it's just absolutely not. For me. But I mean, it's. It's 2014. But if it's, it's cinematically fine, done it's well, and if the story and plot is all there, why, why not? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it if we need to. Would I like it? Maybe a little. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sounds about right. Uh, anyways, so yeah, thanks again for uh, hanging out with us this, this evening, and we're excited to post this as soon as we can for everyone else. Um... Follow us on, on Twitter, After After Show, and uh, send us emails at afteraftershowpodcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. uh, anything else you guys want to... Like us on Facebook. Oh, yeah, like us on Facebook, too. Let's and then, Facebook. And then uh, we'll, we'll, we don't know what we'll be podcasting next, but hopefully soon, and uh, we'll probably do it live again, obviously, so we'll, mm -hmm. we'll get more, more viewers. <laughs> seems so to be the only way we can do it at this point. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. tell your friends. This is what I'm saying. So tell your friends. Maybe we'll just become a live show and do whatever. Let's get whatever. a nice chat room going in here. <laughs> I love it. More discussion, the better, because then we can like bring up random questions. Yeah, we can bring up the points that everyone else has. Yeah, and then yeah, you can suggest us whatever we want. Maybe so, next time, like, we'll, like hopefully, like right after this, we'll set a, a date for the next. And then we'll say yes. like the date and which movie we're doing, and then yeah, we can tweet it out. We can tell everyone. Just heads up for people, or that have never listened before. It's usually two movies. It just and we just like, just gonna say our viewer is gone. But I'm surprised that they stayed that long. <sighs> amazing that they went that long. It's incredible. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I can't. Believe it. 
team the entire podcast they're listening. I mean, that's I think that's impressive. Very impressive that we kept them on edge like with their podcast. The first, like confirmed person we listened we had listened to like an entire podcast. Yeah, so almost an entire podcast. <laughs> well, this is the end. I honestly think this is probably considered done. So yeah, I'd say this is it. On podcasts I, I listen to, I'll skip the last two minutes. Yeah, we're just more. like more advertising and more like random credits. credits. Yeah. Credits and credits, yeah. Yeah. So so true. Anyways, uh good stuff guys. I don't know what else to say, but I'm excited. We have to figure out the next movie, though. I don't know what it will be, but should we talk off air? Yeah, let's just talk. Know? I'll I'll uh, I'll Google Hangout you guys in a second. All right. Bye. Big kiss. Bye, everyone. If you'd like to reach us, we are at After After Show on Twitter and After After Show Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to hear more from us, stuff can be found at AfterAfterShow.wordpress.com. We would greatly appreciate ratings and reviews on iTunes. So uh, thanks for listening.